0: And so, my fellow travelers of the digital soundscape, ask not what Draft Punks can do for you, ask what you can do for Draft Punks. Honestly, like, just listen. That's it. We're good. You just listen to the show. <laughs> <Hashtag> <laughs> Hello,
1: not my president.
0: Hello. <laughs> Not Rob's president, but my name is Brian (laughs) Keys, and this is DraftPunks, a podcast where we pick a new topic each week and then invite a special guest on to discuss, debate, and draft. Thank you for joining us tonight. We're excited to have you with us. Uh, And joining me tonight, as always, is Rob Hudak. Oh, hey. Hi. Hello. Travis McGahey.
2: Hold on. I'm reading the show notes to see if there's something I'm supposed to say here. No, you did it. You nailed it. Actually, you nailed the note.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Our very special guest tonight, uh, nonfiction history teacher, Craig Wheeler. Hey, everybody. So Craig has has been kind of an integral behind the scenes part of this show for months now, guys. And that's because uh, Craig is my coworker who I eat lunch with almost every day and who gives me advice on my list each week um Which is much appreciated, though it has not been helping me lately. I gotta say.
1: So you're saying this has been an inside job the whole time,
0: the entire time.
3: (laughs) Collusion. Which was the episode that you got you got kind of upset with me because I was
0: giving you better ideas than you had. Was it the musicals? Uh, Most of them. Yeah, I think so. That was one where there was just so many that it was like I knew I was going to be mad while we were recording because people were going to bring up ones that I hadn't even thought of. So, um. But, and Craig uh, just came to our school this year, um, but you weren't always a history teacher. I know we talked a little bit about your past in radio, but um, I don't know a ton about it. So maybe you could share sort of your your experience in this field with us a little bit.
3: Uh, yeah, I worked a little bit in radio after, right after I got out of college. I uh, did a little bit of uh, work in some local rock stations as like an intern. And then like I moved over here to the west side to be with my partner and then NPR didn't want to hire me and then my buddy's like you can be an educator and I turned out to be pretty good at that and so then I just got my masters and came into Rochester which is nice
0: yeah he's he's very good at it he's being modest He's we are blessed to have him and it was looking like earlier this year we might lose him and we were able to keep him on and I'm very excited about that so awesome thank you Brian yeah our nation's youth is lucky to have you yes so thank you Especially right now. Um yeah. so so last week we did uh Pixar characters. Um remind me, Craig, who's your top choice for this one?
3: I mean, I like Sully from Monsters Inc. That's my I mean Monsters Inc is my favorite.
4: All right. Yeah. All
0: right. Yeah. Um and, and Travis had Sully on his team and he made a strong charge, but at the very last minute one uh, vote. By one vote, Alex what?
1: Every Alex, vote matters.
0: Yeah, Alex sent me a message and he said, "I'm gonna vote for Rob because Rob has Wally, and that's all that matters."
1: Wally.
0: <laughs> um, so which means that Rob won, uh, and he has first pick tonight. Hey. Yeah, and we figured to celebrate the end of the worst presidency, uh, and also celebrate, memory. and also celebrate what will no doubt forever be remembered as as thankfully one of the most boring. We are tackling our favorite fictional presidents Mm -hmm. tonight. (laughs) Uh, Keyword fictional there. We had a a minor hiccup before we started recording on what qualified as fictional. So just in case people are wondering why we're not talking about, you know, uh, Alec Baldwin or Will Ferrell, um, the president that is in question has to be a completely fabricated character. Um, So a depiction of George Bush does not count um
2: wait i feel like that does exclude nixon from futurama as discussed putting it that way (laughs) i'd say the character as portrayed during their presidency like during their actual real life presidency sure i'm fine with that within the bounds of their actual limits of life
3: (laughs) fair so that's fair if, if there was like a zombie depiction of a president that wouldn't count either
1: yeah, I'd say that's fictional because they are that's yeah,
2: that that to me is fictional because no president has ever knowingly been a
1: zombie that we know of.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. Or <laughs> a lizard person. Let me
0: uh, <laughs> let me ask about the ultimate uh borderline case here then I think, which is Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. Ooh. Because I mean, as far as we know, Abraham Lincoln was not actually hunting vampires, which makes it a fictional depiction. Is that correct? Or
2: I I yeah I mean if you're taking that particular depiction I I would be on board with it. You would have my vote for yes. Yeah? okay.
0: I'm cool with it. Okay. And um, for well, my first pick. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, buddy. Hold on. So so now that we have clarified that, um the draft order tonight will be Rob first, uh followed by Craig, Travis, and then myself picking fourth. Um And last order of business before we get to starting the draft uh, is that during last week's Pixar episode, we announced we were going to be doing a giveaway. We held the drawing for that right before uh, we hit the record button and uh, Grizzled Gaming, who I believe is also a Brian like myself, uh, came out on top in that drawing. So uh, we'll be reaching out to you through the Discord, to get your information and uh, be sending you a a really exciting prize. So um, thanks for voting. Yeah. Uh okay, so let's get rolling here. Uh we are going to start off. We're gonna inaugurate this draft with the first pick from Rob. This is this is the pose, right? It goes
1: great over uh, audio media. More
2: sideways. <laughs> more sideways with it, I think. Yeah. There you go. Uh
1: so for my first pick, sorry. Uh I am going with uh I was torn on this. I don't know if I was gonna do Travis like this. Um, do it. No, <laughs> I, I I don't think this one's gonna be his first, but I'm going with my first. The per the first that came to my mind, and that is Solidus Snake, President George Sears from Metal Gear Solid Two.
5: All you want is power at any cost, Jack. It's not power I want. What I wanted to take back from the patriots are things like freedom, civil rights, opportunities. The founding principles of this country.
0: Okay. So I looked up a whole bunch of lists of best fictional presidents this week. And he appeared on so many. And I am just not in the loop on... Metal Gear Solid at all, apart that it's like some Kojima nonsense. So uh, if you right. could explain <laughs> what Accurate. makes it. I
1: mean, George you pretty Sear much so summed right. it up. It's Kojima <laughs> nonsense. Uh, so at the end of Metal Gear Solid, the first Metal Gear Solid, um, he's revealed to be like involved in the Les Enfants Taribes project. Uh, turns out he is uh, the true perfect clone of one big boss naked snake um, and is in charge. I can't honestly (laughs) remembering like his role outside of being the actual antagonist in MGS two is hard to remember as well as summarize because he like is basically trying to tear down the whole illusion of like the lale lulilo which is a shadow organization with these are all like proper (laughs) nouns that you all need to
0: know i think all all we really need to know is that that game ends with uh you like sword fighting him on top of a federal building in new york right
1: (laughs) yeah and it's also like eerily accurate how some of the lines of dialogue that he has just Comes true in regard to like how memes control the future, given our present state of GameStop stock. <laughs>
3: That's a great story. I love that. It's story. incredible. Yeah,
1: and it's really weird, and I love <laughs> it. So yeah, I'm going with Solidus Snake.
0: Excellent. No, I think. I think knowing our audience, too, that's going to be a very popular pick. We have obviously a lot of big uh, video game fans in the group that vote every week. So I think even from just a, a voting perspective, that's a really solid choice.
1: Um, he wins my vote, man. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, All you right. can't
1: vote for yourself. <laughs> no, I'm voting solely for Solid as Snake. <laughs> to I wrote on the ballot this year. That's valid, right?
0: So, so Travis, I'm you were extremely... I was yeah, going to say, you were very yeah. nervous at the start that uh, yeah. Rob was going to put you in shambles here. It sounds like that is not the case.
2: Yes. I'm cool. Okay. I'm good. All
0: right. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see if Craig can pull off the upset here because he has the second pick uh, just before you. So, uh, Craig, with the number two choice, uh, what are I, you taking? I can't believe you didn't pick this one first.
3: Uh, Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho, played by Terry Crews in Idiocracy. I don't know how you don't pick him first, like, <laughs> yeah, that's going a, into he, the Congress thing, and shooting oh a gun right. and saying, I'm going to fix this in a week. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of America, <laughs> <laughs>
5: President <Kalacho. laughs> Shut up, shut up. Sit your eyes down. <laughs> I know bad right now. With all that starving bullshit and the dust storms and we running out of french fries and burrito coverings. Yeah. But I got a solution. That's what you said last time, a dips- Solution, you're a dick. South Carolina, what's up? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it makes
2: the right call, right? He makes, the, he makes, he does make the call to like listen to Joe
0: on some level, right?
2: You know, yep. without that,
0: who yeah. knows? This, this man just got a pardon. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, I had not watched this movie all the way through until about an hour ago. Uh, oh, <laughs> really? Remember. I'd seen clips of it and it was, and this held true when I was watching the full thing. Everybody in that movie is just so annoying, and they're supposed to be like that's what the movie is. <laughs> but it makes it so hard to even though it's only like an hour and 20 minutes, it's still so hard to just sit there and listen to those people talk <laughs> for an hour we and 20 do minutes. It every day these <laughs>
4: days.
0: Fair. Um, and I would yeah, also say. A lot of the uh, a lot of the dialogue in that movie has uh, aged very poorly. Yes, it has. <laughs> um, but Terry Crews in anything is just a delight, and yeah, and the and the hair
3: that he has down his head and how he does like this movement and so it like flows back and forth. It's just him yep. playing the character and getting fully in and having a great time. He's
0: yeah, he's basically dressed like Apollo Creed in Rocky Four, like the stars <laughs> and stripes vest and shorts and everything. He's
4: Mm -hmm. Every one of his
0: secretaries has like a giant piece of bling around their neck that has the seal for their department. (laughs) It's insane. It's pretty majestic.
2: Now now see, uh, Joe is also still on the board from this movie actually, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, You mean uh, not sure? President not not sure?
2: sure. (laughs) President not sure indeed.
0: Well, is that going to be your choice here at number three, Travis?
2: No, absolutely not. (laughs) So earlier today, I said, so we just said fictional presidents, right? We didn't say presidents of the United States. Correct. Uh, So with my first choice, I'm taking best girl from Persona 5, Makoto Nijima, uh, Mm -hmm. student council president. (laughs) I love (laughs) it so much. This was what I was worried about, Rob.
1: Yeah. I was, so I have my own realm I'm going for, but I also know you have um your field specifically that so Makoto wasn't my um uh, my girl. Uh she wasn't was my yours. best girl. Um it was An. Yeah. First
2: girl, I gotcha. See here's my thing. <laughs> I would have taken Makoto's sister, Sai, if that was an option, right? Prosecute uh if you <laughs> you know what I'm saying? but uh no makoto is like uh the the choice to pick her wasn't even up to me and you know it was my mm-hmm. wife mm-hmm. uh it, it was you know we made some decisions together but choosing who to date was definitely uh, uh her choice and she definitely chose makoto um, <laughs> makoto's got a tough tough life you know she's been overshadowed by her sister for her entire life and so she always does what she feels like she has to do, uh, and by joining the Phantom Thieves, she gets to like live this other side of herself that she's never gotten to before. And so it's like it's really great to watch her come out of her shell over the course mm-hmm. of the next uh, hundred uh, and twenty hours or so uh, in our playthrough. Um, and yeah, I can't can't wait to see where her story goes in uh, Persona Five uh, Scramble coming out in a couple weeks here
0: oh the the soccer game (laughs) yeah exactly isn't it strikers Strikers. you said scramble yeah it's
2: scramble in japan
0: (laughs) yeah Oh, okay it's also a better name yeah um i this is one of those games like when they announced that playstation collection for the ps5 Mm -hmm. to try and compete with game pass like that's the first one i added to my library but i still haven't gotten around to to trying it yet and part of it is that 120 hour Price tag that you mentioned you because will, even though the game is free, 120 hours is a, a long investment.
1: <laughs> What's your hour count on
0: Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yeah. and
2: I just just to point out, uh, it was 144 hours total. Um uh but it was Ali's first ever video game. Like okay. ever. It's also so, an
1: incredible narrative.
2: So yeah. so like Yeah, I've only heard great that hour count oh. worth a while.
0: With yeah. That. Uh, I've only heard great things, and I generally love JRPGs. You know, Final Fantasy VII remake was my mm-hmm. game of the year last year. So um, it's got the
2: possible greatest game soundtrack of all time, like oof. bar none. Like big words,
0: it's, yeah. That's up there for sure. <laughs> it's it's
2: very 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 good. It's extremely listenable outside of playing the game, at least to me, but. I can understand how it could not be because literally every song I'm like, feel a connection to gameplay because wise. you played like,
0: it. I see, yeah.
2: yeah. I can see, you know, where we were when we heard that music, you know, or like layer cake. We used to like, when we knew we had to do some stuff with the baby, we'd just park off in the gun shop so we could listen to <laughs> the gun shop music like over and over and over
4: again yeah
0: i just i think that's a bold claim in a universe where the aforementioned final fantasy 7 remake exists along with uh super smash brothers ultimate which has like every song from the nintendo catalog ever written <laughs> and then that's
2: uh, that's a really tough one to argue with uh final <laughs> fantasy 7 remake is there's absolutely an argument for um okay. like when it comes to saying the best of all time i will never make a like stand and say this Definitive. is the best thing of all time my I will always say there is a, a good clear-cut argument to be made for this
1: as being best of all time. It yeah. is up there unless the It is iconic.
0: Fair enough. Um, all right. So uh, can you give me the name one more time, Travis? I was going to say it. Uh, I
2: Makoto understand. Nijima
0: is the third pick. Uh, and we will move on to the end of round one. I get two picks in a row here, end of round one and start of round two. Uh, these are, you know, maybe not the most exciting picks in the world, but I think at the end of the first round to get these two guys back to back, I know, hey, I'm going to lock up the mom vote hard uh, with this first pick, <laughs> which is Martin Sheen in the West Wing. And
1: President just, Martin Sheen. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry. Josiah Jed Bartlett of the West Wing. Uh, Like, I feel like every student in our generation has watched at least five or six episodes of this show just, like, in history class and middle school and high school. So would be like, well, let's watch this to see how the Electoral College works. Let's watch this to see how this process works. Because they did, like, such a good job of laying that out in so many episodes, Um, how these different, like, really complicated procedures work. But he was just, it was like, a very like america's president like a very traditional but very like healthy strong leader type to have in that role and it's just like he was very relatable and everyone just loved him in that role like he if he was an actual president he would have one of the highest approval ratings of all time in my mind
3: are you sure that isn't you feeling like a counter to the bush administration like it's <laughs> like this like like you, you could like the real world was was not that great with
0: who was leading. But then like you go home and like you watch a show like oh, comfort food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, and it's funny because I was reading through because um, I know uh, uh, Brennan, who was a guest on a previous episode, also a big fan of this show. Um, I had forgotten how many presidents there had been on the West Wing. I had, in my head it was just Martin Sheen, but there had been like. Uh, at least two other acting presidents on the show. Um, at one point, John Goodman was president for a couple episodes <laughs> because the the vice president had resigned and Martin Sheen, sorry, President Bartlett's daughter, had been kidnapped, so he was deemed unfit to hold office because he wouldn't be making decisions in the national interest. So uh, John Goodman, uh, president of the Senate, had to take over. And then by the end of the show, uh, Jimmy Smith's got elected president, I think in the final episode maybe. Um mm-hmm. but it's just it's like when you think of fictional presidents, um, there's there's a few names that come to mind. And I think this one is right at the top of the list. So uh, I know it's not as flashy as uh Hector Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. <laughs> uh <laughs> and it's, I even said the name wrong. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's not, you know, Travis's waifu from Persona. Um but I think it's—I think it's a really solid choice. He's,
2: he's not wrong. <laughs> uh,
0: and with my second one, uh, a little bit flashier here, I think, but still pretty predictable. I'm going to take uh, President Thomas Whitmore from Independence Day.
5: Good morning. Good morning. In less than an hour.
0: I think this is a a like top five uh, like inspirational speeches in a movie moment uh, to have a guy who is, you know, the president of the free world, just suit up and hop in a jet and try to, you know, take down aliens. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's one of the most unrealistic, but like hype moments in any film that I've ever seen. So I it's it's. I love this guy. He's great. Bill Pullman. Wonderful. <laughs> as President Thomas Whitmore.
2: Yeah, He's in the sequel too, right?
0: He is, but in a reduced role, I think. Mm-hmm. I actually have not seen the sequel. I heard it was not very good.
1: Oh, it's not. It's terrible, but it's <laughs> it's a lot of fun in its terrible nature. Yeah. It's like you put it on in the background and you do something else. You're like, huh? Okay
4: you yeah. made that choice yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i will say like i really wanted to get camacho here so that i would have something a little bit more fun with one of my boring picks um but when i when i drew number four i had a feeling he wasn't going to be uh making it to me so i was a little bit in shambles after uh craig's pick but... <laughs> <laughs> um so with that being said though we will rotate back to uh travis for his second choice.
2: So I don't know if y'all know this, but From Software used to make video games other than uh than Souls games. They made a little game in two thousand four called Metal Wolf Chaos. It was released <laughs> only in Japan. And uh let me just read you the plot here, a little bit about the plot. Uh, By the end of the first quarter of the 21st century, the United States has plunged into a state of civil and economic unrest. The military launches a coup d'etat led by Vice President Richard Hawk and succeeds in gaining control of the nation's government institutions. During this time, Michael Wilson a fictional relative of Woodrow Wilson, is serving as the 47th president of the United States. He realizes he is the country's last hope for freedom and dons a special mech developed in secret by the military to fight Hawk. Uh, Yeah, this is a... I'm taking President Michael Wilson. Uh, This is a, a game developed by a Japanese country or by a Japanese company about you know what they think about the state of american politics in the early 2000s um it finally got released in america in 2019 uh have you played the only it? reason i no, but uh <laughs> i watched <laughs> a Tim rogers video about it so i know a fair bit about it that's fair uh it's it's pretty wild like it's pretty you fly around (laughs) in air force one and then deploy in your mech to like liberate cities from the vice president's army
0: hold on so are Uh, you actually playing as michael wilson the president yes he's getting in the mech himself yes wow yes that's some thomas whitmore levels of dedication right there
4: yeah (laughs) you gotta do what you got
2: they made the mech suit for him right like the, some george washington right lead your troops on the battlefield right like he's know. a
0: bad enough dude to save himself is what you're saying
1: <laughs> i mean the dude has a mech i can't say that for whitmore yeah,
0: yeah that's true that's true all whitmore had was you know a fighter jet and uh an alien spacecraft but yeah and will smith and, dennis, and will smith dennis <laughs> and dennis quaid <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if
2: that sounds interesting to you, you can play that on uh, PS4. It's Metal Wolf Chaos. Mm-hmm. Metal.
3: <laughs> so it'd just be interesting to, to know them. how Japan feels about us, how they how they describe us.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's funny that game only came out in Japan. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> um, okay, so we will continue round two uh, back to do. Craig uh, for his second pick.
3: Uh, I'm on. honestly shocked that. She's still on the list here, uh, President Laura Roslin from Battlestar Galactica, played by Mary uh, McDonnell.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, she was she was pretty high up on my list too. That's a that's an excellent choice.
3: Yeah, made that show really great. And nice to see something different. Yeah, I thought that was. I'm surprised that she's still there. I guess I should have realized there'd be a lot more video game uh, presidents in this one. I couldn't think of a video game president in any of video games that I've played.
0: Rob and Travis uh, curate their list for each other every single week. They'll say it's for <laughs> themselves. It's not. They just want to make sure they get each other's vote at the end of the episode. That's not even the case.
1: <laughs> we are just uh, kindred spirits.
0: Yeah. hmm so, so Battlestar. If you're unaware, which if you're listening to the show would be surprising, given our core audience, yeah, um, is about you know humanity's sort of last hope because most of them have been wiped out by a, a race called the Cylons, correct? Yep. And Laura is the uh, elected president of of the last remaining humans. <laughs> she's
3: the human. secretary of education, and so she's the last remaining part of the cabinet who takes
0: right. It. Gotcha and uh that show is about the search for uh like a new place where they can settle and live right the the show takes place on spaceships on starships basically
4: yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah um we uh this is like a a point of nerd shame for me but um uh, my wife and i watched like the first season and a half or so and we just we like fell off of it at some point, and we we're like, "Oh yeah, we got to get back to Battlestar." And it's been like four years now, and we just have to start fresh to and, and <laughs> two days. seasons. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, still holding up.
3: Recently, we watched it with my partner. It's really good. Yeah, the first season is just like it grabs a hold of you, like that that miniseries they put they put out there. It was really great.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I remember like there's the whole paranoia, at least in the early seasons of like who are Cylons because, you know, they've like infiltrated, but you're not sure exactly to yeah, what extent and everything. It's a, so
1: it's a total witch hunt.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a really cool premise. I need to go back to it, but I, I do think it's a solid pick. I had her high up on my list, even though I haven't watched the entire series just because she was such a big and influential part of that show. So yeah. Oh yeah. She's great. Yeah. Uh Okay. So we go back to Rob, who's got two in a row here, ending round two and starting round three.
1: Okay. I uh, I teed up Travis and I thought he was gonna take another president, uh, but he did not. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take it this time. We're going with President Shinra.
4: Hmm. Oh mm-hmm. mm.
1: very interesting.
2: This
0: is the first video game one I've agreed with.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of these things you guys are saying. Like this is just nonsense words to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ninety these are the kind of video games I play.
0: Yeah, 90% of it for me too.
3: So. <laughs> so what game is it? What is this from?
0: Final Fantasy
3: VII. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he uh he's a terrible human being. <laughs> 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 he's an absolutely terrible human being. And that's Most why Rob loves him. him so. <laughs> that's oh
4: uh,
1: well um it, I don't want to say too much simply because the remake is now out and i mean i guess his his story kind of ends but yeah
0: it's like pretty heavy spoilers for the end of the remake
1: yeah um he's in charge of shinra was electric company yeah uh and is responsible for like basically controls all of uh Midgard yeah he's uh, he's
0: you know in name he's president of the electric company in practice he's president of the entire city like it's it's heavily implied that like every major official is in his pocket
1: Hmm. because he controls the flow of the life stream
0: yes <laughs> yeah the the main yeah. juxtaposition of of Final Fantasy 7 Craig is that the uh, Planet has a life force called Mako that they are harvesting and using as electrical power, but it's it's running dry very quickly. Uh, is sort of I where the game you picks
4: mean up. Mako? Mako.
0: Nah, it's Mako, like the whale.
4: <laughs>
2: uh, it's Mako. They say it so many times, sure, over and over again. Listen,
0: Marco, I Marco, played Marco. that game in 1997 when there were no <laughs> when there was no voice acting. I also thought it was Mako. <laughs> Thank
4: you. What? Oh yeah, absolutely, 100.
2: So that was a discussion like from everybody, like yeah. yes, when that game came out, what like, I heard it on Waypoint, Minmax, like everybody was like, yeah, I always thought it was Mako, I, and some people were like, I refuse to say Mako, but then by the end of the game, it's like. You've heard them say Mako so many times where you never actually heard a character say Mako out loud before mm-hmm. that it's like fine.
0: I'm <laughs> the last hold out then. <laughs> <laughs> um Don't yeah president it, there's
1: not too much more to say president shinra he's he's terrible
0: yeah he's an awful human being great choice rob he made
1: a, he made a bad <laughs> kid too
2: he yeah, made one his of son's the worst not great
0: kids. either
1: <laughs> one of the worst.
0: that's true yeah you could have taken rufus i guess um but
1: yeah yeah i thought about it but i went with the og yeah
0: that's <laughs> he's got a cool dog at least yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So, what is uh, your third pick going to be, Rob?
1: Uh, we're going with Bridget Strand from Death Stranding.
0: Are you guys All just right. like, did you conspire before the show to just pick nope. video game characters? Like,
2: <laughs> nope. nope. I, mean, I don't have any more video game characters. I don't mind
0: because way. you're leaving a lot on the board for Craig have and I. But... More video <laughs> yeah, you are. Game characters. <laughs> All right. So so I haven't played this game, um, but I'm not too concerned about spoilers. So feel free to to talk it up a bit. Why you like this character?
1: Well, so the thing is, I haven't finished the game either, but I've <laughs> I've dropped like 30 to 40 hours in this game. And part of that was I mean, just because I loved exploring it, I, I'm also kind of a defender of in some respects of what Death Stranding is going for. Um its story and problematic stuff it has in the back half aside. Um like,
3: later part five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh I really enjoy what it was going for in terms of its exploration. Uh I'm also I I wouldn't say a Breath of the Wild apologist, because that game's incredibly popular, but I'm also like I like to engage with unique games for interesting and different mechanics and pushing those boundaries also kajima again prescient in his knowledge of the it, the s- impact that the postal service would have on our society within a year yeah uh, of a pan- global pandemic kind of weird <laughs> um Again, but no, but so the point being, uh, Bridget Strand is the mother of the main character Sam Bridges, and she tasks him with the goal of uniting a broken country by delivering goods and services, sometimes people in bags. (laughs) because because okay um it's a really wild premise for a story of like quantum realities and death and everything but she basically on her deathbed is unite america they don't know that they need you um mainly just picked her because she's a video game president (laughs) (laughs) it's a good game it is. I think it's. I, so yeah, I spent like tw- twenty to thirty hours. I think maybe a little over, primarily on like exploring and bridge building, because it was really fun. You must. You didn't get to zip lines. I just started to. I was just starting to, and then I think Fallen Order had come out. Uh, I spent and so, so I,
2: much time building zip lines, dude. So much. Time. I was because so I saw
1: that tunnel. I was like, I could spend like another twenty. It was so worth it in the end. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I was I was actually I think I was talking to you about this recently, Travis, because I said I had picked this game up but never gotten to it. And I was curious now if I started playing, like if there would be any bridges left to build or because you share with like the community at large, oh, right? Yeah. The ah.
2: stuff degrades over time. Like, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Time fall. Yeah. Like it's if real. I went back Magic all, pretty brain. much everything that I've built would would have been would have degraded
3: would be gone mm-hmm. okay now, yeah. oh it has like real time elements in it wow yeah oh, you could oh, so I that's
1: oh yeah that. it's it's a strand game <laughs> <First> <laughs> of, it's yeah.
2: i can't believe greg flame and queso griffith didn't talk about <laughs> strand games on his genre episode <laughs>
0: I, I know um just shambles yeah so the time fall it's like a rain that rapidly progresses your age right in this game so yeah
1: you. it it degrades all things
0: all matter gotcha
2: it like literally progresses it forward through time right right? Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah your structures uh vehicles um pretty much there's like very select few materials that are not affected by it
1: yeah and yeah so the, the whole strand thing is essentially like there's an online component to the game where you're so everyone is playing the same character but all of the work that you do as an individual can impact the world of someone else where they can actually use something like a vehicle you abandoned or um utilize a bridge that you and uh, like millions of other people have built small things like that and it's really interesting um, it's not as like revolutionary, I think, as uh, Kojima built it up to be, but it's fascinating to see, um, what is this? What is similar in stuff like dark souls and demon souls, or, like with messaging systems, like there is a really cool online component to that, that game that I, uh,
0: I really appreciate it. And also has a character named die hard man. So
3: yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> is that Gear Mother Toro or is that somebody else?
2: Uh no Guillermo uh, del Toro is dead man.
1: Yeah, he's dead man. Die Hardman is the assistant to the president. I forget and his role.
3: Conan O'Brien has an otter on his head. Yeah. <laughs> and you drink yeah. mount monster energy drinks?
1: You
2: pretty yeah, much that's
3: live the game. off the of monster. You accident. got
0: it. Yeah.
2: You, you fill your canteen <laughs> with water from the river and it turns into monster. Yeah. No but no, it, it
1: filters it into in monster. <laughs> <truly laughs>
2: <apocalypse>. So this <laughs> is yeah, so
0: that's like a tie into Idiocracy in The Brondo, right? That's <laughs> It's
1: what plants crave.
3: <laughs> it has electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you carry around a little baby in a bag and Mad Nicholson is trying to kill you? Yep.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: Any
0: any, yep. Of uh, that. A, any of that could be made up and I wouldn't know. So uh,
2: Troy Baker uh, spends more time trying to kill you.
1: Yep, that's true. Troy Baker as Troy Baker. Like. <laughs> Gold skull face man. All
0: right. Um,
1: yeah. My so... Pick. so.
0: <laughs> So that's the uh, top of the third round. We will move it back to uh, Craig, who will hopefully put us back on a uh, more coherent path here. <laughs>
3: um, I'm having a tough time. I figured like a lot of these will already be taken off. A lot of these like other ones I've never heard of. I think I'm going to go with uh, President Lindbergh from the Fifth Element, Tommy Tiny
0: Lister Jr. May he rest in peace an excellent choice i'm actually we
2: talked about the element a fair amount on this podcast yeah
0: and it's surprising like that's not one i had thought of personally because that's not as big of a movie for me but i'm surprised it didn't come up for for Robert travis
4: it Rob would have,
1: been going. i have i have a very dedicated list of presidents <laughs> uh
0: so so craig what makes this guy stand out to you
3: I think when I like when I was a kid, it's like the first time I saw a black guy as a president. I thought that he was really cool and how he's like shouting. At everybody. he's really big and he's got a bald head and like just like how he's talking to everybody. It's just like a, he's just like a fun like a, the, the way the, the movie balances comedy and then the drama and the action so well. And he plays so much with it in that. Especially the ending scene where he's talking to uh, Bruce Willis's mom is just <laughs> so funny. I just like him. And I think that was, I think it was a good part for him.
2: Yeah, that was when uh, if you wanted to try and shock people, you'd make a black man the president. Yeah. You know, like as I looked at, you know, Morgan Freeman as president in mm-hmm. Deep Impact, right? You know, that was one for me like growing up that I I remember that as the first time I had seen a black guy as a
3: president. So yeah. And, I'm sure he's played president like four in four different movies, hasn't he? Really? Yeah, I, I didn't think know
2: that. so. But thank goodness we're past that at least
1: you know yeah yeah. utilizing that as a shock value for well some yes. far-flung
4: future yeah absolutely.
0: yeah <laughs> um but rob i know you love this movie so if you hadn't been doing the the dedicated bit would this have been something you considered for your list oh most definitely yeah
1: <laughs> i part like i was i was also searching to have uh if i could find on some sort of technicality um zorg But he's not really a president, he's just the head of a military company. But yeah, I couldn't find a title for him to to confirm it. But
2: yeah, is Xenu considered to be president of the universe in uh Scientology?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's how that works.
1: Last minute consideration, (laughs) Uh, yeah. No, it's 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 an fantastic film as we know i picked it before because
0: i just love this film and that's
1: a solid pick
0: man. yeah uh all right we will continue in round three uh we're halfway home already travis you have the next pick
2: uh well we've already talked about it uh i'm taking nixon from futurama as the 30th president of the world (laughs)
5: Oh no? Well, listen here, Missy. Computers may be twice as fast as they were in 1973, but your average voter is as drunk and stupid as ever. The only one who's changed is me. I've become bitter and, let's face it, crazy over the years. And once I'm swept into office, I'll sell our children's organs to zoos for meat, and I'll go into people's houses at night and wreck up the place. <laughs>
2: well. Uh. <laughs> But just as a head in a jar, uh, like such an amazing like concept. Like, Matt must have been like beside himself with joy, uh, upon coming up with the head in the jar, uh, conceit for Futurama because it opens up like so many possibilities, right? As a way to bring people from our time forward into Futurama and like none more prevalently. Than Richard Nixon who why the world chose him if they chose him can you imagine like gerrymandering and, and redlining on a worldwide scale like <laughs> what a nightmare uh, redis- redistricting but it'd be like recountrying. Um, God think about it it's terrible <laughs> don't want but, to you know what's not <laughs> terrible it's futurama uh like and if it, it does in a sick kind of way make sense like in in that world it it does absolutely make sense that Nixon is president
1: you know mm-hmm. uh, Rob I know
2: you're a big fan
1: oh most most definitely I uh of Nixon to be clear
3: not futurama <laughs> Rob
4: huge, huge oh mirror. yeah Nixon
1: Nixon in a jar is my, uh, my president. That's, uh...
0: You have that tattooed on your back?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just saying, oh.
0: <laughs> I am not a crook.
4: Yeah.
1: yeah. I, uh, yeah. I've i saved, I've stashed away my uh, tricky dick fun bucks. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, we we brought this one up before the show because we weren't sure if it should qualify or not because technically mm. Richard Nixon is a real person. But because it is being portrayed in a... A fictional time space not during the uh, period when he was president well, we're allowing it
1: he was also never president of the world before yeah yes yeah,
0: that's that fair that is fair um cool so <laughs> we will finish uh, round three and kick off round fourth my next two picks uh <laughs> It's it's very silly to me how different mine and Craigslist are from Rob and Travis's (laughs) right now (laughs) and how different they will continue to be. I think Um, I know I went with a couple of uh, boring white guys with my first two. um, So I'll try to spice it up a little bit here. Uh, I'm going to start with Selena Meyer uh, from the HBO television series Veep. That was my next one. Yes. Good. I'm glad, Go I, next one. I'm glad I took it now. Um, mm-hmm. She is, uh, as the, the show's title would imply, for most of the show's run, she's vice president of the United States. But there is a brief window in the final season where um, I believe the president resigns. And so she takes over for like a matter of weeks uh, in the middle of a presidential election in which she is running and I believe ultimately loses. <laughs> but... Technically, she is the first female president of the United States in the show's canon history, even though it's, you know, for a couple of weeks before uh, the woman that she loses to becomes the first elected uh, female president of the United States. Um, but this show. Could you
3: imagine how pissed off someone who got elected as the first woman president <laughs> would be at the first woman to, like, taking out, like how mad they would be about
0: that? Yeah, um, but this show is just like an absolute blast. It's. It it's very much got like an Arrested Development type vibe to me, but with that HBO uh, like language barrier that they're allowed to use there and um just going like so far over the top uh, in terms of, you know, how she responds and how you expect the vice president of the United States of America to have this certain level of decorum. And she's just like completely inept and morally corrupt and terrible at her job. Uh, and it's just an absolutely hilarious show. So. Um, what I find funny is that a lot of people who
3: have actually worked in like federal government or local state government said that the West Wing is not very realistic, but Veep is way more realistic of what <laughs> the actual reality of our <laughs> world is, <laughs> which is such a bummer. But like, yeah, I'd buy it. Yeah.
2: No, the West Wing is like Aaron Sorkin's ideological dream of what he wants politics to be. Yeah. Like, that's. It's and... politics on paper. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And.
0: I say all hey, these way. things and you be I've quiet more because discussion. I want my <laughs> 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 Um yeah. So yeah, Selena Meyer, it's great. It's even got, you know, a uh, few of the cast members from Arrested Development show up throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, what's, I can't think of. Tony act.
2: Hale. Tony
0: Hale, thank you, who plays her personal assistant, who uh, was like nominated year after year for. Um, that role because he's just absolutely hilarious as like her gopher that does absolutely everything for. Her. Um, it's yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's worth checking out. Um, be forewarned about the language because it is uh, often and throughout, <laughs> um, but it's a very funny HBO show. show. Yeah. yeah. Um. So to kick off round four, and this one might be a discussion if we're going to allow it or not. I'm gonna take uh or try to take here uh either Leslie or Ben Nope from Parks and Recreation.
2: I mean Leslie does become president. Yeah. It is
0: implied that one of them is president, but it is never confirmed. Um there is there so so I'll run so this. So you're down. taking
2: Just, president nope.
0: Yes. <laughs> the, uh, the un unfirst named president nope. Um, In the Mm. final episode of the show, uh, she mentions at a speech at the University of Indiana in 2035 um, that she's coming off of two terms as governor of Indiana and ready for her next challenge. And then it jumps forward to 2048, where she and Ben are at, uh, spoiler alert for the end of Parks and Rec, um, 10-time Pawnee Mayor Gary Gergich's funeral. And uh, at the funeral, a couple of secret service agents walk up to them and say, you know, it's time for us to to take off. Um, so it's never outright stated that either one of them has become president. But it is, uh, I think, heavily implied um, by what's going on in that scene.
2: I mean, Leslie's on that their Wikipedia list. Ben isn't. You know, that's all I'm saying.
0: That's fair. Um, I And like I said, I think that's. That's the takeaway. Probably ninety percent of folks had um, is that she's my president. There you go, Leslie is all of our president. And
4: the other
2: ten percent are misogynists <laughs> or like what's. The...
0: <laughs> uh, I think one of the theories I saw was like, well, Ben is wearing the U.S. flag pin, and that's something that's traditionally worn by a president. And I'm like, I don't. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I think I would prefer, personally, that it be President Leslie Note I think she would do a wonderful job running our country. Uh, Definitely a a budget balancer. Uh, And she had a plan to get Egypt out of debt back when she was still on the city council in in Pawnee, Indiana. So uh, I would love to see what she could do with a couple of terms in the White House.
2: I mean, the reason I love parks over the office is because Leslie's competent like yes and like hyper competent like to a fault um and that's that's what makes me love like parks is there to build everybody up right except for jerry and (laughs) and until he becomes gary mayor of pawnee
0: right 10 time mayor of pawnee Uh, yes yeah um so
2: yeah i think i love this pick
0: thank you uh yeah it's 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 sort of like if you had taken the office and and like swapped uh michael scott with jim and had like jim running the show <laughs> except a motivated jim a very very motivated yes. jim. okay okay yeah <laughs>
2: like if you combined dwight and jim
0: yeah i mean more on like the self-awareness level yeah
2: actually honestly <laughs> leslie is totally dwight and jim combined <laughs> I
3: think she's much nicer than you do with them though she's an actual kind
0: person i don't think jim yeah, or dwight are good true.
3: people at
0: heart really honestly that's very fair yeah
2: that's
4: totally fair <laughs>
0: Um, so those are my two picks. I've got Selena Meyer from Veep and uh, Leslie nope, uh is what we're going with from Parks and Recreation. Uh, so uh, we will move back in round four to Travis, who just collected Nixon's head in a jar, and we'll see what he's taking next.
2: Well, you know, I was pretty solid on this pick, but now I don't know that it fits the topic now that I think about it. I was going to take the presidents of the United States of America, the band, (laughs) but they're not fictional. They are not fictional. (laughs) Yes, Mm -hmm. They are not fictional, which I believe precludes them from the draft here. How, I mean, unless you want to say they're calling themselves the presidents of the United States of America, when clearly they are not. Uh, So I'll leave it up to the jury here.
3: That's... I mean, I was a big fan of that when I was a teenager. I wonder if the that, that music still holds up. Millions oh, it totally
2: does.
4: <laughs> okay. That's I mean, she's dumb. The,
2: <laughs> the main lump. guy uh, does uh, a kids' music uh, in a group called Casper Baby Pants. Now,
1: so. <laughs> uh, I would, I'd say that they are not actually elected officials. And thus, their title is in spirit only, and thus they're not they're they're a fictional president
0: that's some mighty uh fictional hula hoops I... you had to go through there to... <laughs> yeah like i i
3: I
1: think it's a great bit <laughs> I think they'd be a
3: great pick so Honestly. would we allow if someone had changed their name to president they would they be a real or fictional president? Or if someone's Ooh, name in a TV man. show was just you like know? their name was just President,
0: I think That's that if question. that was their name in a TV show, I would be more inclined yeah. to accept that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like if there was oh, a character absolutely. named President in a t- TV show, as opposed to this. Uh, I know Travis only has five things on his list, though, so I'm gonna. Oh no,
2: I have a couple. <laughs> I have a couple more. Okay, I'm all good.
0: Gonna ruin the whole game for him.
2: <laughs> I'm just trying to find a time to work in the the phrase President precedent somewhere you know
0: (laughs) well let's set a precedent right now and we will say yes you are allowed to make this pick
2: All right. so you know presidents of the United States of America totally local band uh, Seattle band uh, you may know them from songs such as Lump and uh, Peaches which which is uh, we talked about it I don't remember if it was on the show or not uh and like y'all did not remember it and i just could not believe that <laughs> uh because yeah they were they were big in the in the 90s for sure uh only three strings on their instruments uh famously both the you know uh, one with the three bottom strings and one with the three top strings i'm pretty sure <laughs> was how it worked <laughs> um which you know, when I played a lot of uh, guitar, I always wrote my best stuff when I was missing a string for some reason. Because like constraint, uh, mm. it's it you know leads to interesting stuff. So, uh, yeah, I always thought that was really cool that they they kind of constrained themselves like that to get their particular sound because they have an extremely particular sound. You know, you yeah. you hear a President's uh, you know line and you you know what's up. Yeah, they're a great band. And if you haven't heard them, they're definitely worth checking out. And if it's been a while since uh, you've checked them out, it absolutely holds up.
0: My my first experience with these folks was the the Weird Al parody Gump. Um,
4: Mm
0: -hmm. But great song. Um, But I I went back and and listened to the original and also enjoyed that as well. I'm not a huge uh, Presidents of the United States of America band, but they are they're. At least I've heard of them, which is more than I can say for a lot of the bands you've brought up on this show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Won't embarrass me. No,
0: I'm I'm not trying to. I just I'm stating a fact. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll keep going here in round four. Back to uh, Craig. Uh, I'm going to
3: go uh, President Merkin Muffley, uh, Dr. Strangelove, Peter Sellers. I think that's a, that's a classic one right there. Uh, a good comedy film playing on the on the fears of the Cold War.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, another president here who's trying his best, <laughs> it's, being led astray. Yeah, not necessarily good enough. <laughs> nope. I just yeah, I looked this one up and I had forgotten that his name was Merkin Muffley, which is just that's a tough draw in life. <laughs> So, Rob, are you a fan of Dr. Strangelove?
1: I haven't seen this film since I was probably like 15. Yeah. Uh, it is good. I just don't remember much of it, honestly. I do like uh, this. Is, yeah, uh, Kubrick, right?
3: Yeah. yeah. It would yeah, hit I... very different now than 15-year-old you. It would hit very differently.
1: Oh, totally. Totally. I, I mean, I liked it when I saw it. It's just... It's... It's all gray. <laughs>
2: it's
4: it like black, black and white. And white so.
0: uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Travis, have you seen this one? Nope. No. So do you wanna uh, maybe explain really briefly why you like Merck and Mothley so much, Craig?
3: I mean, it's just like this big satire about this big war between the U.S. and and uh, the Soviet Union, and like how it ends with the guy riding a bomb down into the ground to blow up. Like it's just this absurdist. Like I think Peter Sellers plays plays another part of the guy in the wheelchair. I forget his name, and he's just a Nazi just hanging out with all of them. Like it's also been a while awesome since I've watched the movie, but I remember watching it in college and just really. Like oh yeah this is so this is scary and the Trump administration or the or the Bush administration is oh yeah so it's <laughs> I think it's just a, if you haven't seen it yet I think you should watch it and then it it ha- takes on a new meaning for each new president we we have in office you think like oh man this is nuts
0: yeah no absolutely uh it's yeah it's a great pick I'm kind of in the same boat as Rob I saw it a long time ago and haven't seen it since. Um As like looking up, he appeared on like every list I found of like the most important, like fictional presidents. He's he's on just about every list. And, you know, it's like any time Kubrick puts out a movie like it's going to be on influential lists everywhere anyway. So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a it's a solid pick here. I don't I don't know how well it's going to resonate with our audience because i think we've got i don't know yeah we got a lot of folks who are who are younger and so might not have seen this because they were too young for it like when it came out but it's it's one of those cult ones that a lot of folks in that you know nerd community pick up later in life because they hear so much about it so
3: if you're a fan of any kubrick film or if you're a fan like Mm. some like some classic cinema you definitely need to put that on your list and watch it soon yeah oh definitely i do need to rewatch it i've been
1: meaning to for a long time it's just (laughs) honestly part of what's deterred me from watching it is (laughs) The, the masquerade that we've been thrust before is like, uh,
4: yeah, this isn't
1: better, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but it's, it's still a strong pick, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so we will move on to Rob, who gets to finish off his team here with uh, fourth and fifth choices.
1: We're going to start off our final picks with John Henry Eden, the president
3: from fallout Three. Oh, that's right oh there has been a game i played there was a president in <laughs> i forgot that and
1: uh fun connection to the previous pick um what was it malcolm mcdowell or is it michael mcdowell uh who has been in kubrick films malcolm uh, yeah malcolm mcdowell who has been in uh you might know a clockwork orange uh is voices uh john henry eden in fallout 3 um and i say voices because it's literally an ai yep oh. <laughs> it's <Brother> great <laughs> <laughs> it's so good that reveal you go in it's like oh it's just a computer <laughs> <laughs> this is awful uh. <laughs> this world sucks <laughs> just hearing his robotic tinny propaganda spewing throughout the wasteland and you go and get to the final thing it's like oh it's it's not any better it's still just (laughs) propaganda constructed for was it like decades upon decades well i guess it'd be a couple centuries right i forget how long the timeline is but yeah it's it's bananas um and that was a fun reveal for me like it's it definitely leans into like a trope Of science fiction, uh, man behind the curtain kind of thing, but it's it's still a fun reveal, and you're like, oh my god!
0: So, uh, as someone who hasn't played this game, uh, is he? I'm I'm gonna assume he's not a benevolent AI uh, who has the best interests of the world at heart.
1: I mean, from a certain point of
3: view.
0: Oh boy! And justify the means, kind of a kind of
4: yeah,
3: (laughs) apocalyptic nuclear wasteland. We
1: yeah. got to make sure that all mine are taken care of. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it's basically just about exerting control. So, yeah, yeah he's, he's a complete piece of crap robot or
3: <laughs> AI. Uh-huh. That was that, that game kind of shocked me with Bethesda being able to get Liam Neeson and Malcolm McDowell and Robin Perlman all in at one game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, Oblivion money. Because he had Patrick Stewart in that one for like two minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Played the king for like two minutes before he's murdered. Spoiler alert. I <laughs> yeah. forgot about
0: yeah. Liam Neeson. He's your dad in that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't play through this one, but I've watched uh, Mikkel play through it. And uh, that like stood out to me right at the beginning. I was like, it's Qui-Gon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Qui-Gon is my father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a i the ending of that game kind of sucks at least it did initially uh because prior to it being patched it was like a decision to betray your dad or not uh or like betray your dad or kill him it's been so long now i can't even recall like the choices but it also locked you without letting you know that it was the end of the game and one of those like we've kind of come far now with open world games and letting you resume after or letting you know signaling like this is the end of the game you do not continue past here yeah if you had any loose ends you wanted to tie up now would be go the time. Do those <laughs> yeah doesn't give you that you're just like oh hey dad oh i'm good i'm gonna kill dad in the machine the reactor machine okay
3: it also had a bit of a big plot hole because you could have an ally with you who was like immune to like the thing that ends up killing you as a character, like, hey, yep. can you just press that button because it doesn't hurt you? <laughs>
1: yeah, like a super mutant. Or <laughs> <mutant> <laughs> oh, an android. Hard. You can go press <laughs> the
3: button and, and do it for you and no one has to die. Yeah, but the drama of Liam Neeson yeah,
1: dying again. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm.
1: It it's it's got problems, but like it, it, it was it was an iconic game and paved the way i mean it was basically like sci-fi uh, elder scrolls in some respects but it was really cool seeing that world realized in that way which was prior to that just a um turn-based like tactical R- uh, rpg yeah um like isometric it's it's just i mean that's kind of i mean oblivion and fallout 3 are the defining rpg i mean skyrim is kind of the joke now but i mean those two really got bethesda on the map and able to create something like skyrim which was as critically acclaimed and lauded as it is um much to the uh the uh, disappointment of one uh, kimberly wallace yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh which i i agree um, but it's a fun game it's a fun character
0: it's a fun villain Yeah. Speaking of of Kim, when you guys were talking about the the situation with the button and there's a super mutant on your team that could just push it without dying. uh, I've been sitting through uh, streams, not sitting through, enjoying streams with uh, Ryan and Dory uh, for the past few months of the original Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. And I forgot that that game ends with I won't give names or anything, but it ends with characters trying to close a door. And there's good like. Salvation on one side of the door and everything bad and dark on the other side of the door. And this character you've been searching for for like the whole game is on that other side. And he's like, you guys push the door and I'll pull. And it's just like he could easily like go through the door and just help them push from the other side and be safe. But he just decides he's going to pull and stay on the bad side of the door. And it just it made very little sense then, and it I watched it again for the first time in like ten years, and it still makes very little sense. Someone <laughs> described some of the arcs of the, all those games, and
3: it a lot of that seems to be very weird and clones and future and past selves fighting, and then all these Disney characters coming in. It seems like just a whole mess of a storyline. <laughs> yeah, it's hey,
1: it's all about friendship. Yes. yes. There, the reason, there are
0: multiple okay. YouTube videos that are like all of Kingdom Hearts explained in 45 and minutes, and it's like it shouldn't take you 45 minutes to explain your franchise.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, my
2: friend, you should listen to Lore Reasons, which is like four <laughs> three-hour-long podcasts.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Instead of doing that, I'm going to continue us along the path here. Uh, where are we at? are we uh my last rob's pick. got one more here yeah rob yeah, your last fifth pick. pick what are you going with
1: oh this one's quick and easy mr president from sonic the hedgehog
3: <laughs> are all of yours video games we're all we we're yes.
1: uh, they are literally all just video game characters i've uh i wasn't sure which way i was gonna go i mean it i would have done this whether or not what it was gonna win but it would have been like Easier for me to do this without having the first pick because <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, it's it's my bit. But like having the first one be like solidest solidest snake, solid as snake. <laughs> and like, yeah, you're like, how did you not pick Mountain? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mountain Dew. You like, look, man, I got a I got a bit to preserve. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But it's it's so absurd, like the mainly it's because just how ridiculous presidents are represent like Travis's pick with, um, Michael Wilson and metal wolf chaos. Also, you'll notice all of my presidents are in some respect, like presidents of the United States in some capacity or one another. And given the, uh, the election we just got over, all of them would have done a better job. <laughs>
0: Just saying. Hold on, let me look at your list again. Even the evil ones. Yeah.
4: All of this. Snake, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, um. Yeah, I had to look up a picture of. Does he? So does he appear in one of the games, Mr. President? Sonic Sonic? Adve-
1: Sonic Adventure Two, I believe, okay. is his first appearance. Uh. We learned that uh, Mr. President requested Eggman's grandfather, Gerald Robotnik, to unlock the secrets of immortality.
0: I see. Uh, Well, you've definitely locked up Alex's vote, if nothing else.
1: This is the creation of Shadow the Hedgehog.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Makes total sense. Makes total sense. One of my favorite memes a couple of years ago was uh, like Google your name with the hedgehog after it and like post it because mm. there's so many like fan art terrible hedgehogs out there. There's some good ones too, but a lot of it is is very cringe. <laughs> I believe that... try
3: that soon. Yeah, <laughs> Craig the Hedgehog. I imagine I imagine many more have come out since the movie. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, they just fed the beast. Yeah. Travis, are you a Sonic fan at all? Never played him. No none of them? I am
2: looking at nope. Wow. Never had a Genesis or anything. Uh Sonic dash OCFC.fandom.com. Travis Uh-oh. the hedgehog. Info personality. Background. Love life.
0: <laughs> How's he looking?
2: Travis hasn't thought wow. about being in a relationship. He would rather spend time with his mom when she is around. <laughs> Oh, I have have a person. I don't want to laugh about this. Okay, because this is clearly like someone's OC whose dad got killed by a drunk driver. Oh. And and, uh, yeah.
1: So let's not laugh about this. Okay. (laughs) I was just going to say I found a a profile of Craig the Hedgehog. Oh, boy. That's all. I I found one. I, I found multiples. Honestly. Want...
3: Craig is actually a pretty common name, surprisingly.
1: Yeah. There, there are a few Craig the Hedgehogs. <laughs> you've, you've been represented. <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what, of what color orange. is
0: Craig the Hedgehog?
1: So there's one that's orange. Okay. There's one that's uh, basically just black fur. Uh, and then there's one that's like black and blonde. Hmm. It's hard to tell.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm seeing this. Oh, so it's like not like a human face. It's like an actual, like unique, different hedgehog. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I've got a, a Brian the hedgehog here that kind of looks like uh, Knuckles almost with the red fur, but Sonic's face, but with green highlights to really make them a, yep. l- a little bit more distinct. So.
1: I've got some cool Rob the Hedgehogs. <laughs> I'll, I'll take them.
0: <laughs> uh, what a what a lovely distraction this has been. Turning <laughs> into something that's dirty very
3: quickly. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, oh, it's
1: scroll. Sonic. It's
3: <laughs> you only
1: had to say Sonic and fandom for it to potentially go down that path. Yeah.
0: Don't scroll too far down the page, folks. If you're doing this yeah. at home uh, or on your work computer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And with that being said, uh, we will move along to Craig to uh, round out his list of presidents.
3: Well, I, I, I was for sure. thought that this was already going to be gone. And if I'm trying to go for the win, I think that I have to pick this one. Uh, James Marshall, Air Force One, Harrison Ford.
0: I yeah. If I'm going to try to win. Yeah. You and I are on a, a similar wavelength as, as Rob and Travis. Um, yeah. That was going to be my next pick here. So do you two
1: collude before the show with your list we, we actually
0: didn't because <laughs> craig's been missing from work all week so. <laughs> you have a sore throat and not allowed to go into work at all so you know <laughs> yeah so yeah. i've i've been like sitting by myself in the lunchroom trying to figure mm-hmm. out who i'm gonna take and
3: yeah because you're not the only ones who go there who gets like to lunch on time everyone else yeah. comes in
0: like the last 10 minutes <laughs> yes yeah exactly <laughs> give me my half hour <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, this is a great pick. It's probably like the most iconic quote of anyone on our list. Uh, yeah, you know, get off my plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: and then the horrible CGI of the plane crashing. <laughs> <with> <laughs> Gary Oldman in the, in, in the window opening. I was
1: gonna say you've picked two films with Gary Oldman as a villain, both excellent films and excellent villains.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: Strong just off that alone, but yeah, these are all solid picks.
3: Can I pull it out? Yeah, I mean, I had to change up my list a little bit because I I I had Will Ferrell on here as George W, but we changed it up. I was able to pull it out. Yeah, I'm curious if my uh one after Marshall is going to be picked next or soon.
0: Hmm. I'm curious. I want. I want to give it away. I yeah, and I
2: no, I almost guarantee that's not what I'm going to pick.
0: (laughs) I didn't think so. He's asking if I'm going to take it, Travis. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's the Will Ferrell one is interesting. I'm curious if. 20 years from now uh what people will look back on as like the more important impression if it'll be will ferrell as george bush or if it will be baldwin as trump
3: will ferrell's is so much better yeah also alec baldwin's not a jerk like he's just a
0: bad person <laughs> dude it's fair. sam
2: rockwell's jerk. w is, yeah. is so good <laughs>
0: Yeah, I meant like out of the SNL performances, yeah, but yeah, yeah, Rockwell is very good as as Bush in the Dick Cheney movie. So you watch
3: Idiocracy. I was going down the rabbit hole of watching some classic SNL inter- uh, interpretations of some presidents. I enjoyed some of the Ronald Reagan ones were good. Mm-hmm. Some Bill Clinton ones were good. Uh, oh, yeah. And Daryl Hammond as Clinton Bill was Bill fantastic.
0: One. Yeah, yeah. yeah
3: um yeah there's some good ones or uh I, I had i had chevy chase as gerald ford was a good one that i really enjoyed that i hadn't seen before Yep.
4: You know, <laughs>
0: uh yeah no um but back to to james marshall uh, you know portrayed by harrison ford obviously in this movie um i yeah that 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 iconic you know the plane crash scene is is what this movie is known for but it is a great movie other than that too rob you said you really enjoy this one
1: well, I just like the the villain performances, specifically Gary Oldman. I haven't. Uh, uh, this is another one of those films I haven't seen since I was a kid. Uh, like my dad would just my dad also. Uh, we talked about this in the horror episode, My dad's just subjected me to all manner of just. Rated RPG, 13 movies when I was a kid, just because he liked watching these movies. It's like, hey, I'll show this to you. And so I saw Air Force One. When it first came to VHS, which I forget when it came out Uh
0: 1997.
1: Yeah, so it would have been 98. So it would have been 10 years old. So not that
3: bad. Um, but yeah, it's been such a long time <laughs> since I've
1: seen Air Force One.
3: I'm sure they replay it on like TNT or, or TBS. or something. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's just a constant rotation.
0: Regular syndication. It's, it's
3: probably it's, on
0: TV yeah. right now if I... <laughs>
4: You go downstairs yeah.
0: and look for yeah. it. Um You're not wrong. Yeah, no, it's a strong pick here. Uh, and it was next on my list, so I have to take a second look at mine and figure out what I'm going to go with uh, for my last one. So in the meantime, uh, Travis, you can make your final choice. Uh,
2: I'm taking President Ford from Frisky Dingo. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. The animated show that, that Adam Reed made before Archer. Uh, and Mr. Ford shows up in the show in like a couple different places. He runs a pet shop first, and then he runs a, a gun shop and he becomes president through an extremely convoluted set of circumstances. Uh, so like the main villain of the show, Killface builds a thing called the annihilatrix, which is made <laughs> to push the earth into the sun. Uh, but when it gets activated, it, Moves the earth like three inches or something, just enough to fix global warming. <laughs> uh, and so Killface, who is an alien to be clear, decides to run for president on the platform of I Cured Global Warming, and Xander <laughs> Cruz, as his mortal enemy, uh, decides to run against him. And then at a uh, like debate. Somebody points out that uh, Killface is an alien and Sandra Cruz isn't 35 yet, uh, <laughs> and so a rapper named Tequil ends up becoming president. Then Tequil's plane gets shot down and everybody on it, as part of the cabinet, uh, you know, dies, and so it goes all the way down to Mr. Ford, who is uh, Secretary of Defense, becomes president, uh, and his signature line is. My ass is everywhere, and he actually <laughs> does show up in Archer uh, at one point and says that line, uh, and he is voiced by somebody named Mr. Ford.
3: Who's hmm. the next door neighbor to the show's production company. Yes, yep. <laughs> so that's a that's a very fun show. And Killface also like this like seven foot tall pale claw-footed naked alien like like, his oh, like and
2: yeah the best part is like his family shows up in the final episode and they're yeah. all wearing clothes and they're like why are you not wearing clothes like and, <laughs> yeah it's one of my all-time favorite uh like animated shows uh it's 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 so good and That's yeah, That's election, no plan, right? yeah uh yeah there it's on hbo max uh oh, okay. and i think it's on hulu as well Um, but I highly recommend just watching the seasons in chunks. They're like 11 minute long episodes, uh, and like 10 episodes a season. And it's, it's highly, highly, highly serialized. Uh, it's like Archer was the middle ground between C-Lab and Frisky Dingo as far as serialization goes, you know, uh, C-Lab blew up at the end of every single episode there was like <laughs> mm-hmm. negative serialization you know what I mean they hit the reset button yeah. every time Frisky Dingo is like if you miss an episode or the recap of an episode that didn't actually happen uh, you know before <laughs> the next episode you're going to be completely lost so it's it it's it's really 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 funny um, Xander Cruz is a proto archer he's like, mm, oh, sure. like pre archer yeah. archer for sure but less competent, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you you would recognize a ton of voices uh, because mm-hmm. you and know Pam, Amber Nash is is you know plays character and yeah you know, all kinds of people. So yeah, uh, any chance I get to talk about Frisky Dingo, I'll take.
0: There you go. It only took five picks, Travis, but I think you finally won over Craig.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everything else is just nonsense to me. <laughs> Um, well, I will. I'll finish this off here. Um, the last pick in our presidential draft, uh, and I just want to encourage all of our listeners to remember that this week a vote for Brian is a vote for Pedro. I'm going to take oh. Pedro, class president, Napoleon Dynamite.
3: I didn't even think of that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> yep. I, th-
2: I definitely that that was a uh, that was an option.
0: Yeah. It was just. That movie was such like a cultural touchstone for like six months in high school where everyone was wearing, you know, the vote for Pedro shirts and stuff. It came out when I was oh like a sophomore, junior, I think. I don't remember what year exactly, but um...
2: I would love to see a number on how many people were elected class president on the strength of their name being Pedro that year. <laughs> like, because I bet it's a non-zero number.
0: Yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, but you know, if if you somehow have not seen uh Napoleon Dynamite, Pedro is a uh very uncharismatic uh student who goes to Napoleon Dynamite's high school uh and they become fast friends. And in an effort to uh gain some popularity, Pedro decides to run for, for class president against Summer, who uh has has won it I believe every year that they've been in high school. Uh, and so he, he runs a pretty solid campaign, uh, with the help of his, uh, brothers or cousins. I can't remember. Um, Mm. but, uh, as as it's getting down to the final debates, uh, he, he doesn't realize that he's supposed to be performing a skit, uh, which, you know, Summer comes out with her friends and I think they do, you know, some kind of a, a cheerleading act. Um, I don't remember exactly, uh, but but Pedro doesn't have a skip prepared. He's ready to drop out of the competition, and we get you know the most iconic scene of that movie when Napoleon Dynamite comes out to canned heat by Jamiroquai and just unleashes Yeah, I
2: listened to that earlier after <laughs> Ali brought it up. I was like, hey, let's get Lynn to dance to this real quick. Yes,
0: just unleashes one of the greatest dance numbers in a movie of all time. Those boots, man the moon Those boots
2: moon shoes.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From, from Tina, the llama to the tater tots to the moon boots. Like N- Napoleon is the star of this movie, but uh, the vote for Pedro movement, that was like the number one item of merchandise sold that summer for, for films. So, like,
3: sold at hot topic. Oh yeah. Still hold, yeah. You could walk into a hot and
0: topic today and, and buy a vote for Pedro shirt. I'm almost certain. So
2: I, I think my second, like, Probably the hardest like belly laugh I ever got watching that movie was Napoleon crashing into the jump the first time that that <laughs> uh, him and Pedro hang out. Yeah, you know? yeah, like because a I've done that and b just like there's there's something viscerally funny about like that kind of thing. And oh yeah.
0: man, yeah, yeah. For me, it's it's not so much a belly laugh, but that whole Uncle Rico speech about yeah I could throw a football over the mountains.
2: Yeah, no, that's the the, that's why I switched because I was gonna say you know the second funniest thing in the movie to me is the moment with the jump, that but it is the biggest belly laugh. But the funniest thing, the thing that sticks with me is yeah, just Uncle Rico in general, him hitting Napoleon (laughs) in the face with the stake like that.
4: (laughs) Oh boy.
0: Yep. Yep. And uh, like the whole scenario of Diedrich Bader uh, running the self defense class. it's uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that movie is fantastic.
4: <laughs> you
0: think anyone's going to mess with me when I'm wearing these bad boys? <laughs> American thought... American flag parachute pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is fun. Um, thank you, Craig, so much for joining us. Yeah.
3: Do we have any honorable mentions? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. See this guy listens. He knows. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: I, uh, I thought for sure that someone would pick uh, James Dale, Jack Nicholson from mm-hmm, Attack. Yeah.
0: I thought about it. That was, yeah, I was between a few on that last pick. I went with Pedro, but he was definitely up there.
3: Uh, it's from a movie I haven't watched. Uh, but i mean it's samuel jackson so president william allen moore from big games samuel mm. jackson as a president who like has to fight for survival after crashing air force one i think i'm not really sure
0: yeah so
4: well, maybe he shouldn't have been driving it <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah i've got a few more i can mention here real quick um uh kang in one of the simpsons treehouse of horrors uh becomes president i Mm -hmm. thought that might be one that rob took until i realized he was going for a bit
1: i it was the the actual first thing that came to my mind that's fair uh it's just that well i voted for kodos (laughs) (laughs)
4: um
0: another one that's super popular but i just haven't seen the movie is dave kovich from the movie dave uh the president falls into a, a coma and he is a impersonator, professional impersonator, and takes over for him uh to keep the nation, you know, from from freaking out because the president's in a coma. Um uh Mark Cuban as uh Marcus President Marcus Robbins in Sharknado 3, oh hell no. He I believe uh, somebody
2: she- brought that up in the Discord, right?
0: Yeah, he shoots a, a shark with a shotgun in that movie, I think. Um my mom and I think uh, Travis. You mentioned your mom and and Katie were all on board for President Andrew Shepard, portrayed yeah, by the American president, portrayed by Michael Douglas. Yeah, and uh, I posted this question on one of the uh, Overblood side groups, and uh, one of them said that we probably don't want to pick him anymore, but there should probably be a dishonorable mention for uh, President Frank Underwood from house of cards yeah uh um, yep yeah and that's he all we'll say about...
2: of, uh, president claire <laughs> underwood
0: yeah
3: mm. that's true yeah i think like the whole show is tainted though like everything around <laughs> it oh yeah
2: absolutely
3: yeah um he also played a president in another movie Kevin Spacey did i'm not really sure what the other one
0: was but like he was popping
3: up twice on, like some of the lists i was seeing Ugh. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, a lot of the lists I found were done like right before the 2016 election when everyone's like, ha ha, wouldn't it be funny if Trump actually won? And it was really depressing.
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah,
2: yeah. So uh, that leads segues into one of mine, which is uh, President Garrison. Um, from (laughs) South Park. Park. (laughs) Yeah, from South Park when they ended up having to make Garrison president because Trump won. (laughs) Yeah pretty sure that was not their intention at all uh so um i also have a uh death cab for cutie song called president of what question mark (laughs) uh and then uh i just wrote this one down with a question mark on it found it on the wikipedia list uh superman president clark Kent. Was president uh, in uh, action
0: comics? Um, uh, Wonder Woman was also, briefly. I thought about that wow. one, yeah.
3: They had an alternate universe one where they had like an Obama-type uh, Superman who was president and Superman at the same time. As was like a homage. I think it was written by Grant Morrison. Hmm. I haven't, haven't, hmm. haven't
4: read it yet, but...
0: Travis, does, I'd buy it. does president of what take place in the same extended universe as Doctor Who? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, oh. Another slow clap for you Brian. Another slow clap. Thank you. Thank you. His <laughs> mic isn't muted. I can actually read I, like,
4: you know, I can
2: just put my vote in on the Discord later, you know. I don't have uh, to stay and listen to this hog. <laughs> <laughs> um, before right. we
0: vote, before we vote Rob, do you have any uh, honorable mentions?
1: You know, I do have a couple. Um one I was I had very much considered uh, uh Metal Wolf Chaos. Uh, pick but travis beat me to it it was a solid choice um also what was it uh howard t akerman from command and conquer red alert 3 which is played by jk simmons who is played opposite tim curry yeah it's as like the soviet yeah. leader <laughs> It's incredible.
3: Doesn't that game end where like Tim Curry's saying we're going to go to the one place where we can escape capitalism the moon and he starts laughing? Space. Space or space. <laughs> yeah, it's it's
1: incredible. If you look up Tim Curry space that's your gif and it's incredible. Nice. Um the other one what else that i have oh um so i didn't play this one uh but I, also the james johnson from metal gear solid 2 who is like supposed to be the real president it, it's metal gear solid 2 don't worry about it <laughs> uh elizabeth winters from vanquish uh, a game i also did not play but it's um super rad from the i played like a demo of it but anyway another video game president So my my pickings were slim, so that's why I was kind of like, God, I hope Travis isn't actually. Yeah,
0: I didn't. I've never even heard of that game, but she did come up on a list I looked at. Yeah, and uh, she has like at least like a very cool character model. Um, Let's. It's a cover shooter. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's it's
1: in that Gears of War vein, but very uh over the top Japanese, similar to like Battle Wolf Chaos.
0: Fair enough. Um, in the chat we had Greg who mentioned and this is one that's Mm -hmm. definitely worth mentioning uh, Dennis Haysbert um, I can't remember the name of his character in the show but he's the president in 24 um, for Mm -hmm. for a good long while Uh, Katie had mentioned an American president Uh, Jawar hello posted a gif but I'm not sure what movie that's from I honestly couldn't place it I, I know I've seen that movie but I couldn't place it Oh man. Alright. Well we'll have to cut this out since we don't know. Yeah, Mel Brooks <laughs> president. When was Mel Brooks president? Do you know Craig? Oh Spaceballs. Was it Spaceballs? Oh,
1: that that sounds right. Uh
0: I'm gonna be mad at myself if I I think with oh, I think with the outfit that I'm thinking of, yeah, I think it's Spaceballs.
1: Yeah. President Scroob.
0: Oh my gosh. Jawar, hello. We have done you all a great disservice today. I'm sorry. <laughs> Except for Craig.
1: That's that's definitely why I, I remember, because I did enjoy Spaceballs. Yeah.
0: It's another one of those been a long time. Films. Same. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, last thing we'll do here then is go back over our list one more time and vote for our favorites. Uh, we'll go back in order of the draft. So, Rob, if you could give us your list one more time.
1: President George Sears or Solidus Snake. President Shinra from Final Fantasy 7, Bridget Strand from Death Stranding, John Henry Eden from Fallout 3, and Mr. President from Sonic.
0: Excellent. Uh, Craig, do you have your list?
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, President Dwayne Alonzo, Alonzo Mountain Dew, Herbert Comancho, uh, President Laura Roslin from Battlestar, President Lindbergh from Fifth Element, President Merkin Muffley from Dr. Strangelove, and James Marshall from Air
0: Force One, Harrison Ford. Great list. Uh, Travis, how about you?
2: I have uh, Makoto Nijima, class president from Persona 5, Michael Wilson, president of the United States from Metal Wolf Chaos, Uh, Richard Nixon, president of the world from Futurama, The Presidents of the United States of America, the band, and uh, President Ford from Frisky Dingo.
0: Good list. And I have uh, President Josiah Jed Bartlett from the West Wing, uh, President Thomas Whitmore from Independence Day, President Selena Meyer from Veep, uh, Speculative President Nope from Parks and Rec, And class president Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, And we will now vote for our favorite list as we do every week. The only rule here is that you cannot vote for yourself, of course. Uh, So Rob, where's your vote going?
1: Wait, don't you usually, doesn't the last person do first vote?
0: Sure, I can go first. Yeah. Uh, Brian, where is your vote going? Well, Brian, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) I am going to be tossing my vote. uh, No surprise, I think, to Craig, our guest this week. Um, I think he took the assignment seriously, and as a teacher, I appreciate that. (laughs) I think very (laughs) serious.
4: Well, I was just
2: about to say I was voting for you, but... um, No, you weren't. No, you weren't. shades like that, You can go to hell. Don't Uh, lie. No, I'm voting (laughs) for Brian. Just for his last two. (laughs)
0: Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Craig, who are you going to vote for? I think if
3: I knew the half of some of these lists that you all, some of the presidents you all said, maybe I might pick you for uh, some of the ones. (laughs) You would not pick me. (laughs) Oh, no. I haven't played many RPGs, but I think I'm going
0: to have to go with Brian. Yes. All right. Rob. It's Craig. Nice. It's totally Craig. This is good, actually, because this is, this is like the inverse of last week where Rob and Travis each had two votes. Uh, so Craig and I will be tied uh, heading into the general voting pool this week uh, with two each, and Rob and Travis will have a little bit of catching up to do. Um, but, hey, anything is possible. Don't vote for me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh...
0: So that's... You're throwing, you're throwing the match. <laughs> there and Travis has done this before too, or at least he's said he's doing it where uh, there are ones where he really wants to win and really wants the first pick the following week. So he will really go for it and try to get votes. And then there are weeks where they're just like, I'm just going to pick stuff that I love. Um, And sometimes they end up winning those anyway, because it's stuff you're passionate about, which is great. So
1: I just, I think this is my first actual real bit for Yeah. (laughs) So I had to commit to it. Yeah.
2: No, no, there was a Pokemon.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Picked all the birds. Giovanni.
1: The birds in the tree. (laughs) In the tree, (laughs) so they
0: call it a place to sit. Uh That's
4: right.
0: All right. Well, that's our draft. Uh, This episode is just about over, but the conversation doesn't end here. Once you finish listening, head on over to our Discord. We have almost 100 people on our Discord now, which is super awesome. Uh, We had our most votes ever cast this week. Um, And we'll link that in the show notes. It's also, you know, on our Twitter page. So it's pretty easy to find. Uh, We want to hear your drafts, post your favorite presidents. uh, Let us know what we got right or wrong. Um, And we've got a a pretty big announcement here. Um, Rob had a fantastic idea a couple months ago. Uh, February is the 35th anniversary of one of the most beloved gaming franchises of all time. The Legend of Zelda. Um, Which we are big fans of. So, uh, if you're into Zelda, you're going to love February because we've got a month of Zelda related content coming with uh, some really cool guests. Uh, First up next week, we have the one and only Tyler Carver. You might know him as the host of the From Father to Son podcast, as well as Spelunkers. And we will be having him on to talk about our favorite in game locations in Zelda. So, Uh, It could be your favorite dungeon, coolest town, best fairy fountain. It's all fair game. Uh, And that's just the start of what is going to be, you know, a great month filled with uh, some really exciting guests. So most definitely. Yeah. Uh,
1: I've been looking forward
0: to this for months. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. Uh, Craig, do you have anything that you do that you want to plug where people could find you on social media or anything like that that we can mention or?
3: Uh, most of my social media is private. I'm trying to get the Twitter out there. My buddy and I were trying to make a podcast, uh, with a, a different, uh, sports network for like about a podcast about competition, cultures around competition, but that seems to be delayed. So maybe next time if I ever had it, if I ever come back on, or maybe if we ever get that off the ground, but that's not, not besides that, I'm just busy trying to teach in the pandemic.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, now that you're on the, uh, the discord, we have a whole channel that's dedicated to people like posting content that they've made. So we'd love to hear about that once it's ready to go awesome yeah absolutely uh sweet uh rob
1: uh the usual twitch.tv slash raven rook uh i did just start up today um an idea i had for hitman 3 where i'm gonna go through and do all of the escalation missions there are like 53 escalations uh over the course of hitman 1 2 and 3 uh, so I kind of got my work cut out for me. Um, but so for those who don't know, uh, escalation missions are, um, they are on one of the maps like, you know, Paris, Sapiens, et cetera, but rather than do the normal target, you have certain circumstances like, okay, stage one, there are three tiers. Usually stage one, kill this target with like a battle ax in your suit. Easy enough but also you can't knock anyone unconscious stage 2 you can't climb over ledges go up ladders you can't and while adhering to the previous
0: uh, circumstances so it keeps building so on just, what you already did they add another hard, condition
1: and there's another target that's located somewhere else in the level that is even harder to get to um And so I've done a few of them in the past, but I wanted to like start to finish, do all of them. So that's what I'm working on right now.
0: Yeah. I watched Um, Rob on stream the other day, uh, kill a man with a sniper rifle while entertaining a children's birthday party as a clown. It was very impressive. So I got skills created. Wow. (laughs) Oh,
3: Oh, I played a game.
1: It's so good. It's so (laughs) silly it's it's a delight yeah. uh but another thing i wanted to bring up real quick something about, like an idea i had earlier today we'll see if it sticks but it's something i'm kind of calling a neon highlighter um so our next uh week's guest uh tyler carver uh or major panda some of you might know him as uh posted on spelunkers who also uh we've got time bomb tom and uh, captain Stubbs and tactical dreamer Uh, posted on their blog, I believe it's, uh, what is it, Spelunker? Let me pull up, spelunkersite.wordpress.com. It's, uh, what is it about FromSoft games? Uh, And so recently he's been playing through, like, a lot of the Souls games and then a lot of what are Souls likes. It's like Code Vein, The Surge. They're actually doing a, uh, like a, I forget what they're calling it um like a deep dive sort of thing with a spelunk uh Uh, i don't know if that was like the the appropriate name that they're using for it um your title but anyway uh they're going through the surge 2 and he's trying to compare why he's like why he's stuck with games that are souls likes but has bounced off souls games Mm. So it was a, an interesting read. Um, and so I just wanted to shout that out. Very cool. Uh,
0: Travis, what do you got?
2: Uh, come join us for WandaVision. Uh, it's probably going to be looking like Friday uh, at 730 or 8 Pacific time. Uh, we had about 10 people in the chat last time. It was a really good time. We had a great conversation about Marvel and, uh also about Harry Potter and how to deal with JK's uh terrible views and her connection to Harry Potter and the the way we grew up with it and how to move forward from that and uh I I really appreciated that discussion like just as much as as um uh, as watching the show with everybody so you know mm-hmm. more The more we can have to more people, we can have to to join in. The the merrier, yeah. You know, and we played some Jackbox after too. So Mm
4: -hmm. yeah,
0: the
3: Jackbox was super fun. (laughs) Um, On the topic of JK, I could have a recommendation for that. Uh, Contrapoints is a YouTuber who I'm a big fan of. Uh, She's a trans uh, person who um, recently put out like an hour and a half long video all about the trans community and then how like the different online communities and stuff talking about where, where JK has gotten this new transphobia that she has and that could having to take I, I would highly recommend Contra points on YouTube.
0: Nice. Thank you for the recommendation. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, last thing I'll, I'll shout out here before we go is, uh, that you can find us on Twitter, Twitch, and now TikTok. Uh, I know, <laughs> I know, uh, <laughs> at real draft punks. That's our handle on all three. Uh, listen, I, I, I promise if you follow us on TikTok, it will be like a four to one uh, cat video to show ratio. Um, The first thing I posted on there was a video of our kittens from last year, and it got like a thousand views overnight, uh, which I think I have successfully used to uh, suck some people into listening to the show this week. So I consider it a complete success.
2: <laughs> Wait, so do you want to give me the password to the account and I'll get some Archie content on there too?
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. We'll try to get some for Fenthris as well. Yes, please. Because yeah. she already has one appearance on Jess's and it's literally the Jess's first and only is just Fenthris and the oh we, oh, we?
0: <laughs> it's pretty yeah. great. Um and if you're listening to the show for the first time, especially if you're on Apple, please uh subscribe, write us a short review, give us a rating that really helps new people find the show. Uh, Make sure you've cast your votes throughout the week. Tell us who had the best team, because next week your winner has the honor of first choice in our first Zelda draft. With that being said, Rob, can you please close out this inauguration?
1: Until next week, travelers, be happy, be healthy. Get off my plane. And most importantly, be kind to each other nano machines